And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruits and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. But the Bucks win this two-game series in Milwaukee, and Jimmy, the Bucks go 124-118, and Giannis in the three games against Brooklyn this year, averaging just shy of 40 points a game. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday morning, everybody. It's uh, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo! Wake up, Uh, people! Let's go! We had Star Wars Day followed up by Cinco de Mayo. I'm Dave DeFore. That was Mo DeKeel. Mo, are are you going to drink a margarita today? Is that that just something you do? No, it's Ramadan. But I will say this. Oh. On on, uh, Star Wars Day, I beat Fallen Order. On the oh. PlayStation Five, so yeah, that was my. You whole didn't drink Star any Wars. blue milk. Huh? Yeah. No, I don't. I, if no, if I don't drink odd all right. milk. Well, let's get to the games because uh, we can sit and do this all day. Look, we had another playoff preview. Hopefully, a conference finals preview. To be honest with you, because these games have been fantastic. The Bucks beat the Nets again. Giannis scores a bunch of points again. He had 36 in this one, but not as efficient as he was in in the first game. And, Mo, did you notice anything different from Brooklyn in the way that they approached guarding Giannis? No, and and I think this is something that Steve Nash said even before the game. I think they were were content with this, and I think this is the way— Dave, I've been asking teams to defend him this way for a very long time, of just saying, let him get his and see if— that's going to if the other guys can score enough to beat you and in the past two games that has worked out for the bucks because they've gotten good scoring from other guys now it's a different team this year than years past when i thought teams could have done that uh sort of uh defense against him but i think this is something that the the nets like i mean they again it was still a close game six point loss tonight three point loss the other night you know it you look at it if you're the Nets going like, hey, that, that kind of worked for us. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of a toss-up, I, I would say. But the Nets also shot 20 of 43 from three in this game. So they shot it really well, too, and that helped keep it close. But I thought that what I saw out of them, was they were forcing him into bad looks. I mean, he shot 11 of 30 from, from the field in this game, an unusual night for him. But he also took a lot of threes. So I don't know how to take it – you know, what to take away from this. Was it lack of aggressiveness on his part and maybe a little bit of, you know, just game planning? Let's get some shots up and and hope we hit enough to win. Let's not go too hard. I have no idea. But I, I'm with you. I like that they're not doubling him. I, I never understood that. Why, you know, you can wall up the paint. Why would you also double? Yeah, I think, you know, and, and to be honest, fair to the Nets, and this is, there were times where they walled up. And still screwed up and gave up a bucket because they didn't, you know, they were they stayed in their wall too long. But I think when you just kind of look at it for the Giannis's game, it was just a matter of his shot wasn't falling. I mean, look, the other game he went four for eight from three, four for twelve tonight. Like it's just a different thing where that's just gonna happen. I don't even feel like the defense was that much better on him than Sunday night. 
Yeah, and sticking with defense, you know, I thought the Bucks did a really good job on Kevin Durant, even though he scored 32 points. I mean, some of the shots that he was hitting, I mean, it's Kevin Durant. He's going to hit some just crazy shots and contested shots, and sometimes he's going to hit them going the wrong direction, and they're going to be deep threes, and there's just not much you can do about it. But I did like what the Bucks did. They mixed their coverages up, and for the most part, it was Chris Middleton and P.J. Tucker that got the assignment. Yeah, and they've done a great job on him the past two games. You know, again, it's one of those things when you look at the the ski, this like mini series situation. Like you said, it Dave, you're never stopping Kevin Durant. Like I don't even know if you're containing him. It's just can we make it difficult? Can we make him exert more energy than he normally has to? Because there's a big difference between when he has an easy 32 and a hard 32. And tonight was a hard 32. It was tough defense. P.J. Tucker's on. Somebody tweeted it out. Driving on P.J. Tucker's like rubbing up on sandpaper. Like it's not easy. You know, it's 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 uh, difficult in that sense. So even when he makes these buckets and he makes it look easy because that's KD and the way it looks, it's still harder. And and I thought they've done a great job on him in those past two games. Getting into him early, kind of getting into his body, bumping him a little bit and and throwing him off track a bit. Yeah, we're going to start calling P.J. Tucker 60 Grit. Uh, I don't even get that reference, but okay. uh, That's all right. Somebody will get it. Drew Holiday and Kyrie Irving, head-to-head battle in this game. Uh, Kyrie, again, he can just do this. He had 38 points with 6 of 12 from 3. But I didn't think Drew Holiday did a bad job on him. No, this was – I think Kyrie kind of gets the, the the personal win in the record books tonight. J- not just because of how bad he was in the first game, eight of twenty one. Then tonight, fourteen of twenty five. Like there's a big difference in that. But Holiday is very strong. I don't think people give him enough credit for that. And I think he kind of gives the Bucks a little bit of an advantage in the sense of they could throw him in the post. And anytime Irving was matched up with him. Holiday was going into the post, you know, and trying to take him into the paint. And I think that's something that the Nets are going to have to figure out going through the process. And we know how good of a defender Holiday is, right? Like, this is not a secret. We know he's a a first-team all-defensive type guard. And that's going to be tough for any team, even for somebody as good as Kyrie. And and Kyrie's almost in the same zone as Durant in, like, you're never going to fully stop him. But you just got to slow him down. And I think Kyrie, I mean, I think Holiday did just enough tonight despite Kyrie getting 38. Okay, the Bucs have played well the last couple of weeks against Philly and Brooklyn, but both of those teams have been shorthanded. Now, Philly didn't have Ben Simmons, and I would argue that that's a bigger deal for Philly than Brooklyn missing James Harden. Harden doesn't solve the problems that Brooklyn has when running into Milwaukee, does he? No. First off, just to go back to Philly, Philly's not beating any of the top teams without Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid together on the court. It's just that simple, right? Like, he's the key to their defense. In that sense, he just does so many other things. What we've been saying about the Nets all year, the biggest question was, can they get enough stops? You know, we know their offense can be potent. It can go off. And it's it was good in both of these games. It wasn't offense that let them down. They were not able to get enough stops. And James Harden isn't coming into games going, okay, he's going to be our guy that's going to get stops for us. And I think that's the real problem for the Nets and something they have to look at. And to just throw it back to everybody, all three of those guys were on the court the first time they met this season back in January, and that was a two- or three-point game. So it's not like this is a Harden would just change everything. So I think 
you got to look at it when you look at the situation and you go, man, Harden doesn't bring to the table for this series what the Nets might actually need. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful design objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Little bit of news. Uh, Indiana Pacers head coach Nate Bjorkren may be out after only one year. That report from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. So that's kind of big news. And Kings guard Tyrese Halliburton's MRI came back and it showed no ligament damage, which is fantastic news. But he is going to be shut down for the rest of the season and thankfully will not require surgery. Uh, Mo, I'm going to run through the rest of the games, and then we're going to kind of catch people up on the standings because it feels like every single night is basically a playoff night. The Suns beat the Cavs in overtime. I'm sure that the the Jazz were watching this one closely. 134-118. The Suns now reclaiming that number one spot. The Hornets beat the Pistons, 102-99. The Mavs beat the Heat. Both teams have playoff implications in this game. The Pelicans beat the Warriors. The Kings beat the Thunder. Uh, It was very close, way too close for Andrew Schlecht. And the Clippers in the late game beat the Raptors. Now, Mo, all of these games have some ramifications to the playoff race. And, and not I'm Sacramento, having a hard time not Sacramento, up. Oklahoma City. That one uh, for sure does That's true. That's true. <laughs> so where we stand right now, Brooklyn is a, a game and a half up on Milwaukee for the with the second seed. Uh, the Knicks still in that fourth spot. Miami is only a half game up over the Celtics to stay out of the play-in. So Miami's currently the sixth seed. Charlotte, two and a half games back behind Miami, two games behind Boston. So seven and eight right now is Boston, Charlotte. Now in the West, Phoenix, like I said, they have a statistical, uh, I guess it's a tie for first, but because they won the season series, they are currently the one seed. The Clippers are the three seed. They have a half game lead over the Nuggets. The Mavericks have (laughs) the season series lead over the Lakers, but they are tied in the fifth spot, the Lakers are currently six, and the Trailblazers are a game behind them in the seventh spot. Mo, are you caught up? Yeah, I mean, I'm dizzy, but I am caught up. It's quite a uh, quite a run. It is going to, going to be an absolutely wild, wild 12 days. One more thing you didn't mention. Despite everything that happened, New Orleans is two games out of the 10th seed, with San Antonio having dropped <laughs> you know, four games in a row and just spin it forward here to the games tonight that are going to have some implications. Boston versus Orlando. 
most likely Boston should win that game. So that means they're going to be tied with Miami. Portland plays Cleveland. That, again, if they pull off that win, which they should, Portland, you, you, you kind of like to play around and scare me. So that they should be, you know, a half game behind the, the Lakers and Mavs in that situation, in that scenario. This thing is going to get wild, folks. Like, it, there's there's really no way to describe it other than you have to go check the standings every morning to just see where this is going to go. I don't think any team's going to know who they're playing until the last night of the season. And as a former video guy, Dave, my heart breaks for all of them. Well, and the roughest part about the play-in and the part where I I could see some teams pushing back is that the teams that perform the best are going to be armed. Yeah, they're going to play the worst teams, but they're going to be armed with the least amount of information. I mean, we still don't know that the Pelicans aren't going to make the playoffs. San Antonio plays the Jazz tonight. If they lose that game, all of a sudden it looks like the Pels, if they have a good week, they could be in the play-in. I mean, they're right there in the mix. It's that simple, you know, and... It's, I mean, this is what we wanted, though. Like, we forget about all the stuff. And, and I'm, I've am i made all the complaints because you knew I wasn't all that into the playing tournament at the start of the season. I'm in now. Seeing it worked. It worked. All of these games matter the last few weeks of the season. We are now intrigued. Let's just put it to you this way. With no playing game, Zion's probably sitting out. You know, uh, let's see. Uh, Curry, they're eighth. They're fine. You know, the, the Wizards are tanking. They probably started tanking a few weeks ago. You know, I think you have this scenario where you just kind of lose out on fun basketball, and now it's going to be awesome. And I think we're in a situation where, you know, teams can't rest their guys. They got to go out there and play. I know that's a complaint with some of these guys, and they're upset. But my answer is every game matters now in the regular season more so with this play-in tournament because you don't want to be in there. And I it's I, I've turned 180. Let's go. Play in. That's that's amazing. And, you know, John Hollinger wrote a great piece over at The Athletic yesterday. Go and read that because he's right. The, the person who came up with the play-in deserves a promotion. We're advocating for it now officially because Mo is on board. That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about all the other podcasts we have on The Athletic Podcast Network. If you haven't signed up for The Athletic, go to theathletic.com slash daily ding and sign up now. Thank you guys for waking up with us as you do every single morning. Mo. Send them home. Or send them to work. Go to work. Well, it's the same place now, isn't it? As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.